We have only 35 chambers. There is no 36. I know that. But I want to create a new chamber. And what would that be? I think Shaolin techniques should be available to all. So then, that's my idea for a new chamber. To teach the martial arts to the people. Anybody. episode of my three cents in this episode we're going to talk about what it actually takes to get yourself to the next level because a lot of times i talk about different things we can do as a people a community a culture what we're doing wrong how we looking so on this one i actually want to talk about what you can do personally to lift your own situation up to another level get yourself to the next level what can you do real time to help yourself move forward how can you get some momentum when you feel like you don't have any so in this one what i want to talk about is what can you do as a person right say you're just somebody that wants to find a new way you're tired of working for people um you don't know how to create opportunity for yourself I had to think about this because a lot of times I forget that a lot of people don't know how to create opportunity. You know, I've always been a go-getter, somebody that hustles. Um, and when I say hustle, it's really more so of being able to think through different plans. Now, look, some of the things I did when I was young, we would say good, bad, however you want to judge them. But the point was I was very intelligent and everything I did was well thought out, well calculated and I wasn't just uh, flying by the seat of my pants, right? I was actually doing things that I thought about, so that hasn't changed. And uh, everything I do now, I really put my mind to, and it's automatic, right? So how does how does someone who does not think like that um, find a way to start giving themselves opportunity, right? Because we can often forget sometimes, like when you have some successes or... Um, You've, you've been an overcomer, right? You forget. We sometimes forget that everybody don't have that. Everybody doesn't know that ability to overcome. They don't know what that feels like. They've heard about overcomers. They've heard all this stuff, but they don't know what that means and what that actually feels like. So an overcomer, you know, someone like myself and many people I know, Man, we have this ability that if we want to do something, we're going to figure it out because we already know for a fact that what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. Now, I live my whole life to that to that saying or mantra, whatever you want to call it. I've always believed it. I always take it serious that what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. So, you know, it, look, if it's not going to kill you, it's worth a really serious effort to try to make it happen. So, first thing I want to say is... Uh, especially for you men, because, you know, I myself am a man, I'm not a woman, so I can't normally speak for you ladies, but I will throw some advice if I can, right? If it's something coming from me and I just want to say it to you, I will, but fellas, you know, (laughs) 
I got to hit you with the stuff that's going to help elevate you. And I want you to move your ego and your pride out of the way so that you don't say, I don't need that. Right? Because we all need something. Uh, we're all on this journey kind of together, really, because all is self. Right? All is reflection. If I run into you, I want to be able to see me clearly. Right? So, to the men and to really anyone. But distraction, in my opinion, men are more distracted than women. And I think this is why they also say that women mature faster than men because I think that um, the distraction factor is a part of it, right? I think that men are more easily distracted. Um, why? I couldn't tell you. So just me personally and from the men I know, that is their biggest problem. Whether it's women, uh, whether it's having a good time, gambling, whatever it is, that is a distraction for them. And so they'll have other areas of their life where they're not progressing and having, they're not progressing and not having successes. And they can't put together why until they really zoom out and see like all your energy is going toward these couple things. And those things are actually turn out to be um, distractions from what you really want to get to. So if you're good where you're at, then be distracted, right? If you have nothing going on, uh, be distracted. But you know, personally myself that has to stay focused and, you know, it's tough because we have to allow people to be in our life, but not become a distraction. And a lot of people don't understand that position. Um, I hate to say a lot of women, you know, especially, uh, if you start talking about playing a position, that's like a sensitive subject, I guess, because of how it sounds, but it's very accurate to what needs to happen. They have to come in and play a certain position that's good for the situation. And a man should be doing the same thing in her life. He should be playing a position that is good for her situation. I mean, what? why else get together, right? So men, first piece of advice I want to give you um, for making way for yourself, breaking out of your old habits, becoming something bigger and better than what you think you are right because remember you're only as great as you think you are and you'll never have anything better or bigger than your biggest vision okay so first thing i would say is pulling away from things that don't coincide with your vision so again these are the distractions if there's things that you're spending most of your day doing take note of that um at the end of the week then ask yourself how many days out of the week did you do that and then at the end of the month and, and so on so on right what this does is when you keep track of things you you gain a level of accountability that is not readily available at all times right you don't always have the ability to look down and see how many times you did something when you did it you know sometimes it's good to make these little lists um, especially when you're working on yourself, you're working on something, you know, notice your habits, notice what you're spending your time doing, and then take note of it. Don't ignore it. If you just sat down and watched TV for two hours, you better write that down and realize, yo, I'm watching TV for two hours, right? You need to read that because sometimes when you're in a different mind state and you go back and read something, it looks, feels, and seems different. And a lot of times you can take it in a little bit better because you're outside of the other mind state, right? So that'll help you write some things down, get a schedule. Um, I'm not one really for goal setting and let me clear that up. Um, 
it is great to have things to look forward to to try to accomplish but sometimes when you set goals you become too narrow-sighted and it actually starts to work against you right because now um, these goals are uh, everything you're living for everything you're doing right your whole life is centered around these things and it can just become a more narrow path to just trying to be happy because at the end of the day um, everybody just wants to be happy right at the end of the day everybody just wants to be happy you know whether it's happy with yourself your mate whatever it is is trying to find happiness in these different things okay whether it's your job or uh, whether you think it's the money or uh, that's gonna bring you the happiness that's up to you to feel that way but I can tell you now um, happiness is found within if you can find happiness in a small thing then you'll have no problem finding happiness in pretty much everything else so just think about that and remember that happiness is not something you come across it's something you discover in yourself through these different things that you're putting your time towards and connecting yourself to and doing okay so it's always going to be you um, that has the ability to be satisfied or happy it's not always good to sit and be satisfied and feel happy but sometimes it is good to sit and feel satisfied and be happy so uh you know just like everything in life man it's about balance right so pull away from things that don't coincide with your vision you know some guys it's the women it's the friends um the different activities and for some people it's just partying too much getting drunk too much smoking too much um over intoxications get rid of the intoxications because that doesn't coincide with your vision so here's step one one thing you can look at very easily is how many times a week do I smoke or drink um, and take that into perspective of you hitting your goals where you are in your life how long you've been doing it that way and then look back at those years and say okay well how much progress in my actual life did I make during these years as well when I spent this much time getting drunk partying kicking it getting faded right so I'm not saying you can't do what you're doing, but what I am saying is be accountable um, at least to yourself, to thine own self be true, alright, to thine own self be true, look that up, it's a quote, get rid of the intoxications, that's the first thing you can do to really give yourself a positive effect, a positive impact, instantly, because intoxications equal a more foggy mind, mental state, right, uh, a foggy mental state leads to what, poor decision making, right, Poor decision plus time leads to a downward spiral. Time is always the thing that's kind of against you in a way in this realm because it overlays everything in the realm, right? You know I got to get the metaphysics into this as well. So anything we're doing energetically, once time lays on top of that, it's going to magnify that thing. If you're doing the proper responsible thing, right, which means the things that are moving you closer towards what you desire, if you're doing that, when time lays on top of what you're doing, you actually end up at your destination, right? No different than getting in a car and traveling somewhere. So, understand actions plus time, right? Don't have a foggy mind. Put down the intoxications. If you're drinking three, four, five times a week and you're the same one complaining about your bills, complaining about your job, complaining about your situation, you have to realize it is you preventing yourself from moving forward. It's not your boss. It's not because you didn't go to college. It ain't none of that. It's because you are not applying more of your own real energy to having what you say you desire. Okay? So, um, 
another thing I came across when I was um, doing some reading here some time ago was when it's just talking about financial things. I do read a lot of books about finances. Uh, Warren Buffett, not really a lot of his stuff. I understand his opinion about money and things like that. I like to go further back. Um, I do study. I did study the Rockefellers. Um, I didn't say I looked up to them, right? I just said I studied how they did their thing, how they did their business. Because whether you like these people or not, these different families, you got to understand that they built something so well that your ass is trapped in it to this day, right? So you got to understand who set these games in motion, who made the rules, and look into how they live their life and what they do. So, right, like the JP of uh, the Morgans, right? JP Morgan, his family, his father, Stanley. All these different uh, companies that you're that you're seeing out here, right, are just families. And when you start studying their situation, how they came up, their philosophies, you start to understand different things about um, just as far as how to move and have effect, right? I'm not saying copy what they did or be as they were, but what I am saying is, when you want something, you can have it, and the only person that can stop you is you, right? So I got to look at people that have made big moves, big plays and have went over the top and done things that to this day we're still reading and talking about. That's what you want to be. You want to leave an impact, right? You only get this experience once. You got one body, right? You got one brain. You got a fragile body. You can get knocked out the body five minutes after you leave the house. So these are things we got to consider Stop blaming other people and things. Stop blaming old situations. That pain is already in your genetics. Learn how to flip it. Okay? So, a couple of sayings I came across that a lot of the the older books were having them is stuff like you can't have your cake and eat it too. Right? We've all heard that. Um, we might have thought that dealt with being selfish or being greedy. No, it has nothing to do with being greedy. Uh, it actually has to do with saving money and being prosperous and making proper decisions right so you can't have your cake and eat it too this means that if you ate your cake you do not have any more cake right so this was a way of telling you that if you devour your resources don't expect to have resources you can't have your cake and eat it too okay so I'm just showing you how they'll give you a saying but they won't tell you that this is about financial literacy or you know this is what this is really about to help you kind of add it and structure it to your life instead they give it to you in the form of a rhyme or riddle or nursery rhyme something like that to where you write it off as child's play right you, it's, a, it's a rhyme from my childhood so any of this kind of stuff right um another one I came across i kind of liked it was penny wise pound foolish all right what does that mean and i'm going to get into more of the money side of this conversation because that's what everybody wants to get to, right? How do we get the money? How do we get into the money? The money section of our life where we're fruitful. Well, it's about having a money mindset. So that begins with this. You know, and the first step of that, like I said, is pulling away from things that don't coincide with your vision. Once you start to peel things off of you that are not serving you and that are actually draining you, man, you're going to give yourself more energy. Once you let that person out of your life that's doing you no good, and you're only keeping them around because you don't want to hurt them or some kind of nonsense like that. You're actually doing them a disservice by keeping them around. Like just realize what you need to do and execute. We all know what we have to do next most of the time. 
and it's normally the hardest thing to do. So we'll spend energy trying to figure out 50 other things to do rather than do that thing that would have moved everything, right? We know we do it. So uh, penny wise and pound foolish uh, was a saying that was mentality based and talked about how you handled your money. So this was the mentality of a person that um, understood the basis of valued money, quote unquote money, right? Which we know there's no such thing as money, but I will save that for another conversation, right? These are these are uh, promissory notes. So if you read what you call cash money, if you read what it says on there, it tells you it's a promissory note, right? So this is legal tender. That's not money, okay? So with this though, Pennywise Pound Foolish, this is a mentality of the person that says, well, I scrimp and save here. I use coupons. Um, you know, we did this. We don't waste food. We do that, and that's cool. But this is what they also do. They say, well, since we did all that, we can go on vacation, or we can buy this this new house or this new car. So that is what, because we're talking about having that wealthy mentality, right? So that is what the more wealthier one percent type of people will say. Oh, he's penny wise and pound foolish. You know, yeah, he knows what to do with the small amounts of money, but when it comes to the big money, he can't handle that energy, right? So that's Pennywise Pound Foolish. That's what you don't want to be, right? So these are all just tips and mentalities. Um, I'm going to be hitting you with along the, along the way of this just to uh, try to boost your head, right? So one of the last things I really like before I move on is health is wealth, right? Health is wealth. And this is very key because, um, Look, I just really don't believe that an unhealthy person can become a millionaire, billionaire, trillionaire, whatever the case may be. Uh, I'm sure they wouldn't allow you to make that much money because, you know, money would have to be in circulation. You're doing things with it, you know, certain value that you carry. But um, I don't think that anybody in poor condition who can't even manage what they put into their body, I don't think they can manage what they put into their bank account. I don't think somebody with... Uh, they can hardly manage their one body that they get, their one brain, you know, if they don't see that as the ultimate value, if you don't see them working on themselves trying to be better, <clears throat> I don't see this type of person becoming wealthy. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. How many overweight, I mean, I got nothing wrong uh, against people that are overweight personally, but what I will say is this, it is a telltale sign of your mentality. So you're letting everybody see your mentality. And you say, well, some people got disease. Some people got special situation. Cool. They know they got that. I don't have to know they got that. They know they got that. So they don't got to feel no type of way. But who I'm talking to are the ones that don't got that. And they have actually have the ability to change their situation. But they don't. Right? So you got to realize um, on higher levels, these are the things you're judged by because your inside shows on your outside as above, so below, as within, so without, right? So um, to me, uh, an obese person um, is showing their spiritual side, but it's a physical form. So this shows the conditions all the way around. You're not going to be in one form. Like You're not going to have a person that's utmost healthy in shape body and just got this rock head mind mentality that ain't gonna go together right so uh, what i'm saying is that you know we're talking about the wealth mentality taking care of yourself being healthy has something to do with it if you are somebody that's having issues losing weight 
then what I would suggest is the same thing I would suggest to somebody that's having issues losing too much money or uh, having the opposite effect with their pockets, right? Their pockets are skinny. So what I would say is the same thing is to flip your mentality. You have leaned too far in one direction. That's all it is. Once you change your mentality and you put in that work every single day, this applies to your money or your body, right? Because with your money, it's every single transaction. It's every single thing you choose to do with it, right? Is it working for you? Are you working for it? Are you driving to spend it somewhere on something that's going to depreciate as soon as you get it? Like, do you understand these type of ways of thinking? You see what I'm saying? Are you being detrimental to your situation? truly or are you helping yourself so it's the same with sitting down to a meal or anything right so all these things coincide ideally in how your mentality can be um, elevated beyond your situation right state over status think about it there's a mentality of just being diligent and working um, every day towards something and actually getting it and I think that's the one thing that most people are missing, whether you're overweight or your pockets are skinny. It's the same thing. You're not being diligent in a certain department and maybe you're uneducated on how to get the progress that you want or need. Right. So this is where people like me come in handy. Like, hey, ask me a question, man. Let's get out here. Because if you've been stuck in one situation for so long and you got people out here doing our research, doing our due diligence, um, willing to talk to the people and not hold information or charge you money for it, then come on, man. All you got to do is come back, get the information, take notes, and go look some stuff up. Because nothing I've ever said on this podcast has ever been false uh, to my knowledge, right? Because I research before I share things, I connect with these things, I have an understanding of these things, um, and then to an overstanding where I can give this stuff away with such confidence, okay? So this is what overstanding things and giving it out is really consistent of taking it in really making use of it yourself and then sharing it okay so this is all a part of money knowledge um you know when you talk about health as wealth you know penny wise pound foolish um you can't have your cake and eat it too right so it's just understanding these those simple mentalities that i'm gonna walk you down this road that all have to do with what i just like to call money knowledge right so another main thing was how you spend your money or how you circulate your money Remember what I told you before, stop saying spend and start saying circulate. When you spend something, it goes away from you. When you circulate something, it goes into a cycle and it knows to come back, right? So this is just small mental things you can do to help yourself be more attractive to money energy, okay? Money wants to have a good time too. Not just you wanting to have a good time with money. Think about it. Money wants to have a good time too. Money wants to cycle. Money don't want to be stuck somewhere getting saved up, rotting somewhere, right? So just understand how this everything is energy. And if you're in this audience, you already understand what I'm telling you. Uh, so the next thing I would say is make a list. After you've figured out how you're using your time, are you wasting your time? After you start letting go of the different things that were weighing you down, intoxicating yourself all the time, whatever it is, taking too many naps, waking up too late, going to bed too late, whatever it is, get into a different mentality where you can get some different results. So with this, I would say the next list I will make, the next thing I will write down is, um, okay, with the things I'm spending my money on, let me list, let me, let me label them. I'll say, are these things that are more leaning toward the luxury side of my life or are they more leaning towards the comfort uh, side of my life? Right now, what does that mean? 
Well, a lot of times people will say that a lot of the work they do in life and they work so hard is to become comfortable. When in actuality, being comfortable is really inexpensive. And what we learn is that what we're calling comfort is just what we have moved luxuries over into the comfort section. And we're calling things that are luxurious and not necessarily necessary uh, comforts and necessities, right? So make an honest list. Look at that thing, man, and say, yo, half of, more than half of the things on here are actually luxury items. Um, I didn't have to have them. And what I'm telling you is not to not get what you want, but it's to say if you did this, this would clear a path for you to understand where your money is going, what your money is doing, and also you would start researching ways I feel like to invest and you would say, hey, I need a plan in place um, where I'm able to make some money or do something with this money instead of just keep spending this cash and keep trying to find more ways to get my hands on more cash, right? That is not the way, okay? So look at the list and it's unfortunate but the normal mindset is the luxury mindset right and what happens with this luxury mindset remember what I said earlier when time lays over top of things you get a more powerful result so with the luxury mindset and when time lays with with the luxury mindset um, this goes into what we would say is uh, escapism right escapism becomes the result these these luxury things that you're spending your money on and spending your time on become a way to escape your actual life right the one that you have made comfort this is your comfort side that's your actual life where you rest your head at night right the simple things in life that make you happy so you have replaced that with this what has become a normal mindset of escapism and if i can't afford the luxuries if i can't afford to drink this every night if i can't afford to buy this substance and feel how i want to feel then all of a sudden you've fallen apart and you don't know how to function so this is another way of understanding that you have become a slave to some things. Be honest with yourself and shake that stuff off. I don't care if it's food, fried food, drugs, alcohol. Um, it could be sweet drinks, soda. doesn't matter what it is. It could be couponing, saving money, spending money. If you have leaned too hard in one direction, it would be my best advice to pull yourself back. And as I mentioned that, it reminds me to tell you. This is not legal advice. I am not a legal professional. I just give information on what I do and what I think. Once again, this is my three cents. And if you're here listening to it, you already know what time it is, right? I'm not going to lie to you. And I'm going to give you something that you can go do something with. Okay? So, next, let's get into the education aspect, right? So, you start thinking different about money. Uh, you start letting go of different things. You start hanging out with some friends less. Because I don't know if you heard this, but you earn within 5% of what your circle earns. So the people you hang out with, that's the average of your pockets as well. Because guess what? Broke people don't hang with rich people. Rich people don't hang with broke people. I'm not saying discriminate, but what I am saying is notice the difference. Okay? You're going to notice in certain circles, certain people ain't there. That's all I'm saying. Now, if you want to bring everybody with you, you might start realizing that that everybody is actually holding you back all right so my advice is if you're like me and you don't want to leave people behind then lift them up give them knowledge give them education give them an opportunity now after you do that it's on them what they do with it right so with education I would say um, I would say the old ways of thinking about education, that stuff is outdated, it's unnecessary, 
in my opinion like my daughter uh if she chooses to go to college that's gonna be up to her but guess what it's gonna be a conscious decision and if she chooses to go to college that means that she must have already have money in her pocket she already has a situation that's comfortable for her life and so she's choosing to go further educate herself in a comfortable environment where she's not stressed about paying for it right because that's what most people are doing you're stressed about paying for an education that you can give yourself for free I don't understand school to that degree I really don't I really don't and education doesn't cost money these teachers and professors are not intelligent they simply took the time to do what you want they read books they wrote notes they thought so I would say in education um, follow what sparks your genius that's my best advice if you're young if you're a parent of, of kids and you're trying to guide them in the right direction, here's what you do. You start to think about the things that makes your child smile when they do it. What, what do they do that they can sit and do for hours? I don't care what it is. Because what you got to understand is that this thing is making them happy. You got to understand their connection to that. Even your own connection if you don't have kids, right? What makes you happy when you're doing it? Did you say, well, I don't care if I get paid? Guess what? That same thing with that mentality will get you paid. Because what you figure out is that money becomes the byproduct of you just moving in an organic way with your life. It's called being in harmony. Didn't all y'all love boys and men? Okay then. It's called being in harmony. Right? We all love harmony. So once you learn to flow, flow in harmony, man, you can just go after what sparks your genius, what sparks your creativity. Because what I'm teaching people now, educating people on, is that you have the ability now to create the value within yourself. You don't have to go to a quote-unquote university to gain value. What you got to realize is that the university gains notoriety from you going there. The school is not famous because the school is smart. How the hell is a school smart? Think about this, guys. The kids are smart. The students are smart. You are smart. So when you go and give your genius to these to these places not only are they gaining the notoriety but you're paying to give it to them when you was already intelligent enough to self-educate or even get with a group of people and educate and goes directly without stopping towards what you see for yourself this is a direct path and look I get it you know you come from a family where they didn't go to college right because this is what happens a lot of time with us you come from a family that didn't make a lot of accomplishments and they say well if you do this you're gonna waste your chance you're gonna waste your accomplishments right this is what they tell us this is the mindset and mentality that they get us into so we start to chase their old dreams right new you chasing old dreams right so with me the value is not in the university it's remembering that the value is in the student but with a lot of older generations they don't think that way okay so with a lot of older generations they're going to encourage you to take that college route do what hasn't been done in this bloodline and blah 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 right that's up to you however you choose to handle that is up to you but here's what i'm saying they might see this as a shortcut if you choose to self-educate and go directly to industry but i challenge them to not understand that there's a lot of people that don't get 
still the opportunity to go to a college or fill out an application or be able to fill out something and afford these semesters, these books and all these situations. There's some people that are genius that don't have that because it has not been explained to them how to have that. They have not been educated on how to make proper moves. So guess what? Those of you that see the way I just said as a shortcut or say you're throwing your life away trying to self-educate and go directly into industry, then I'll say, well, think about the ones that couldn't do that, didn't do that, and today, now, in real time, right? Because we're talking about right now, in real time, those of you who did not have that opportunity, who didn't go to college, who didn't have a full ride scholarship, who couldn't afford to do any of that stuff, and maybe it was no fault of your own, maybe your parents didn't educate you, maybe it was because they weren't educated, but guess what, now we are in a place where you can self-educate, there's libraries everywhere, the books are free, there is literally no excuse. If there's something that sparks your mind's creativity, something that sparks your genius, guess what you can do? You can spend less time watching TV. You can spend less time watching people do that thing that makes you feel great if you were doing it. And you could actually start doing it. You can take steps towards your own future. So what I'm saying is give yourself the ability to write your book and continue writing your book. Don't think that if you didn't take the traditional route that you are counted out because that is not true by any means. Okay, so this is what I would say is what you used to might call a shortcut or throwing your life away can now be looked at as a step up, a second chance, an opportunity for someone who wasn't able to take the quote unquote traditional route. Right. This is now becoming the fast track. Or we can also call this what I like to call the golden pivot, right? This is where you thought there was no way, but you didn't travel. You still got the ball. It's still in your possession. Pivot, okay? You didn't lose the rock yet. Y'all know what I'm saying. So this can be looked at as a pivot. I always thought it was funny that you can work your body out. You can... Um, train and you can go to a professional team and you can walk on and be a part of that team but it sure is crazy to me that you can't walk on to a fortune 500 company why is that why can't I show up and say hey I think I'm intelligent enough to do what it is you guys do here matter of fact I've researched what you do I know how you do what you do I like an opportunity why is it that we cannot do that? You got to understand what's a distraction and what's an opportunity. They give you distractions. You need to put their distractions down and create your own opportunities. All right. So in this education part, that's what I really wanted to focus on was the fact that you are the value, not university. No prestigious school did anything. I never seen a wall read a book. Okay. This is the people and they have tricked you into giving away your value as what you are. All right. You're the one that's coming with all the tools. They recruit you. You think it's special because they recruit you because that's how backwards our minds have become. They need you there. Think about it. If nobody applied, they would be begging people to go to school. If nobody applied to college, they would be sending out things in the mail begging people to come to college for free. Tell me I'm wrong about that. 
So again, the value is you, right? Um, take the golden pivot. So if you can't go to college, there's more opportunities. Go read some books. Figure out what you like. Go read some books. Uh, and I would suggest anything in the business field, in the tech field, because we know that those are things that's going to advance, right? These are things that will, we have things that will stay around forever, and then we have things that will continue to advance, right? Think about those two areas of energy, things that will not go anywhere because they've been here forever, like barbers, shoes, tires, whatever, right? Things that will always have to be recycled and bought, and then things that will be here forever and continue to evolve into larger, more expansive things like technology, um, different types of technology, Okay, quantum physics, I would suggest, look into these things. If you got kids, get your kids into this stuff because um, I guarantee you, you can find cartoons and different things where they're literally doing quantum physics stuff. But because you don't look at that stuff and study it, you're sitting here watching cartoons. You know, I watch my daughter's cartoons and look at stuff, the little movies. All they're doing is quantum physics, black hole knowledge, melanin knowledge, chaos theory. All the stuff they're doing is stuff that's more advanced, but you won't understand that unless you step out of your comfort zone. And you'll see that the whole world around you is in a whole nother place than you thought it was. But you were seeing it through a very small lens because that was the lens that fit your face, right? So we kind of got to stop with that mentality. That's another thing we got to step up from. We got to evolve from, right? So I would suggest business fields because anything in the business field will go into ownership. What do I mean by ownership? It means that you want to be able to have your own assets that you created and built. Whether they go from NFTs, digital assets, uh, all the way to purchasing pieces of art or uh, vehicles and knowing how to rent them out or whatever the case may be. It's about having assets that appreciate and not depreciate, okay? That appreciate and don't depreciate. A lot of things we spend our money on depreciate as soon as we get our hands on them. You know, I'm sure a lot of you have heard as soon as you drive a car off the lot, it actually depreciates as soon as it physically leaves the, the car lot. It depreciates in value instantly. So let's get past some of these illusions of value, right? Let's start creating the value. And that's another thing that Web3 is going to allow you to do. It's going to allow you to create more value in what you're doing in yourself, right? So I would say, I would suggest reading, learn, become more knowledgeable, always read every day, read anything that has to do with the thing you love. You, you don't love it. If you're not putting time, how are you going to be in a relationship? And there's days where you don't even look at the person, huh? Then you must don't love them. So this is what I'm saying. If there's something that you want to go towards, something you love, something you into, yeah, you saying it, it sound good, but how come I never see you with a book in your hand with that topic on it? How come I never see you educating other people on what you have learned on those topics, but you love to talk about the topic itself? We got to get beyond this surface level stuff. Stop trying to make yourself look good and sound good and do good. It's time for action now, right? So this was more like an episode that was more of a call to action and say, hey, I know I talk about a lot of different things, but on this episode, I want to focus on just giving you some tips on what you can do. I don't care what your situation is. Even if you already are an entrepreneur, it's ways you can look at your business and build your business into a better business. Trust me. There's ways to streamline everything. There's ways to scale every venture. You need smart people around you. 
Now, I'm not going to plug what I do on the side, but that's a part of what I do. Developing technology, uh, consumer electronics right now. But on top of that, I do a lot of consulting. And it started off, and this is an example of making yourself valuable, right? Because me, consulting started off with just having friends over into a space where they felt like was a good, safe, comfortable environment. And we'd always ended up going into these deeper conversations. And then it turned into, hey, man, when can I come back by and holler at you? I want to bring my lady with me this time. I'm going to do this and do that. So, it's, you know, from couples, single, whatever the case may be, I talk to everyone. And it goes deep every time. So one of the things I do in my business, I offer my time. I offer my mind to people. I say, you can schedule some time with me. The first time we talk is totally free because I need to understand your mind where you are, your mindset, what you're trying to accomplish, what you feel like the problem is, where you feel like the blockage is. Then we schedule something where I'm giving you real-time results. This is what we call and what I like to refer to as consultative partnering, right? Teaching people about building, nurturing, growing, advancing relationship. This is advanced consulting, not advanced, advanced Right, building influential business and personal partnerships. So, I'm always in the field of customized solutions for specific outcomes. Okay, I've always been about dynamic conversation. When you start noticing these things about yourself, it's like, man, how can I make that into something lucrative? As to say, how can I make money off that? So you got to realize your passions lead to you getting paid, but don't focus on the money because that will lead you to make a lot of decisions that were unnecessary for you to make because how can you chase money? There's no money. You can't chase value. You have to discover it within yourself. Once you know you are value, believe me when I tell you, you attract everything else that you see as value. Now. If you see that paper as value, then guess what? It will attract to you as well. So this is what I'm saying. You don't have to chase these things. So read and educate yourself all the time. Any chance you get, be in a book. Trust me, be in a book. Read. I love purchasing books. And when a book comes, I feel like a little kid when books come in the mail. Because I'm like, yo, I can't wait to start reading this. Because I feel like I'm just becoming stronger and stronger as I take in this information. My mind is not confused. It's a great place to be. Forget my past. I'm not confused now. So, after you get into that reading and you start to educate yourself, then it goes into what I like to say is a personal application, right? How do I... Okay, I, I, I started changing how I'm thinking. I'm changing how I'm eating. I'm working out. I'm building endorphins. I've been studying the body. I'm studying the mind, right? You're studying money. You're watching what you say about your, your value, your quote-unquote money, right? You're watching how you use it. Are you using it? Is it using you? Are you circulating it? Are you, are you uh, spending, right? That's how they say about your energy. You spend your energy. I'm spent, right? So we got to understand what this stuff means, you don't want to be sitting around waiting for more energy to come around. You want to know how to cycle that energy. 
to where you can do what you gotta do. You make it through the fourth quarter. Guess what? After the game, you're not even tired. You've caught your breath that quick because you have conditioned. So what I'm talking about is conditioning your mind the same way. And this is how you come from a poor person mentality to a more wealthy mentality. It's not about status on this earth. It's about status in your mind. Alright, I'm telling you, state over status. So it's about creating cycles that work for themselves. It's about understanding how to create blueprints of success. Create things that work for you. Learn how to make those things larger. Make them on a larger scale. And sometimes you got to make those cycles of success smaller and put them in tighter places. Think about what I'm saying. So, these are just some tips I wanted to give you guys, man. Some advice. And um, you guys know you can reach out to me anytime. I got my emails always in the description of the episode. A lot of y'all know me personally. Some of y'all, I don't know, I won't say a lot of y'all. But some of y'all know me personally. You have my number. Give me a call, send me a text. Some of y'all do all the time. No problem. <laughs> I love talking to people that want to come from where they are. And uh, I can appreciate that. Instead of complaining about where you are, you want to you wanna continue to evolve. I can definitely appreciate that. And I will always um, put my time towards that. Always. So, last couple things I want to mention is that uh, a lot of times you I'll mention the saying where someone says you're a gentleman and a scholar um, once again the knowledge of the gentleman was someone who was able to financially make way for himself right he was able to implement systems and create uh, ways where the money he did get his hands on could make him money so yeah these guys were a lot of times born with money what we call silver spoon but money can be spent <clears throat> so it was more so what you should be jealous about if you're jealous about that fact is that you should be jealous that they were born with money education okay money education cannot be spent and it could be upcycled okay so they were born with what to do with the money and the first thing you learn to do with money is to give yourself time now once you learn to do that back in those days you was considered a gentleman look this up a gentleman was somebody who was a legitimate business owner Okay, and he had turned an idea into a way to make money that gave him time to be he was considered a gentleman at that point now if the gentleman spent his time studying reading educating himself then he was considered what a scholar so this is where the saying comes from you are a gentleman and a scholar so ladies you can be gentlemen too also in the legal dictionary there is a term gentleman and gentlewoman so there's no discrepancy, right? It's wide open. And this was a woman who was, by their definition, um, born a bit better, a bit on a higher level, more educated, had more drive, more ambition, created more opportunity. Okay? This was the this was the gentleman and the scholar or the gentlewoman and the scholar. So just think about that when somebody, when you hear about someone say, you are both a gentleman and a scholar. Think about that. Think about what they're saying. Now you know. Someone took the time to educate themselves. That is what we should all be doing. And sharing. Sharing our thoughts. Sharing our progress with each other. 
last thing I want you to think about, or one of the last things, is what I like to call the back against the wall mentality. I think especially as melanated people, black people, whatever you want to call yourself, uh, even any culture of people that is determined to become something better than what they think they are. You got to develop the back against the wall mentality. Don't be scared to have your back against the wall and have the pressure on you. Pressure creates diamonds. We all know that. Pressure also busts pipes. We know that as well. So we need to understand, understand, and overstand that the back against the wall mentality will put you in your rawest form. And if you do want to actually see what you're made of and you don't have fear of seeing that in yourself, get your back up against the wall quick. See what you're made of and build off that. Right? Don't be afraid of having your back against the wall. Use that energy. Flip it. Invert it. Alright? So, last question I want to ask you is, what are you obsessed with? It's a little bit separate than what you spend most of your time doing, what's occupying your time during your day. That's different. What I'm asking you now is, what are you obsessed with? Are you obsessed with complaining? Are you obsessed with winning? Are you obsessed with pity? Do you love when people feel sorry for you or feel bad for you? Are you obsessed with compliments? Do you need to be told how great you are and how good you look all the time? I just want you to think about what you're obsessed with and then think about your situation and understand the relationship between the two. Alright? So, get yourself some accountability to yourself and to somebody around you. Find some close friends that think like you, that want to be more than what they are. And I would suggest that you guys call yourself, call each other a couple times a week, call each other randomly sometimes, and hold each other to a level of accountability where you say, hey man, what did you do towards that? dream you told me about what'd you do towards that this week or today right before you go to bed at night you ask yourself the same thing what did I do towards the life I see what did I actually do towards that today and it can't just be I went to work because we all know that's not the path you'll never become rich going to work but you can create business from yourself and value from yourself. Alright? So, until next time. Thank you, repeat listeners. First time visitors, welcome. Once again. And, uh... You guys have been, uh... You've allowed me to get some more equipment. Well, you support us. And I've been trying to make this thing a little more legit for you. <laughs> so, I appreciate it. And I appreciate you guys all the time, man. Keep reaching out to me. Keep dropping emails, send me a text, check on me. If you don't hear from me, you'll see an episode, check on me, man. I'm just busy. I ain't forget. Trust me. I got books on books on books of topics, but I don't want to talk for no reason. I want to talk when I know I'm going to be heard and uh, when I know it's going to make a difference. So, I really appreciate y'all. This has been another episode of My Three Cents. Check out the other episodes. They all got some knowledge dropped in them somewhere, right? 
Got more conversational episodes coming up. My daughter, we supposed to been to an episode. Uh, she reminds me all the time. We got to get to it. We got this new equipment, so we're going to get at it. Uh, she got a YouTube channel coming out. Keep y'all posted on that. She's a brilliant artist, 11 years old, doing NFTs, all kind of stuff. So, uh, yeah, once again, thank y'all, man. And uh, until next time, this has been My Three Cents. And uh, I will catch y'all on the next episode. Wholeness. And all the gratitude you can carry. Go.